This is Coffee with Timmy. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Um, compliment of the season to you wherever you are. So we've been um, on two two different sessions of of career talk or career prep. I'll say post COVID career prep with Femibology, who is gracious enough to be here again today, and she's going to wrap everything up for us. If you have not listened, please I'll advise you go from the you start from the beginning. Because someone told me they started from number two and they were quite worried. <laughs> she said, um, I was a bit concerned about it. I had to stop midway. So I told her, no, no, no. Don't be frightened by what you're listening to. Go back and listen from the beginning from one because then we we actually, you know, we introduced it. And lo and behold, just um, a few days ago, this same person had to go for a workshop in our office and what was the topic which she was which she didn't know she, before she got there soft skills <laughs> the whole the whole workshop was on soft skills so she was a little bit prepared for it so um this is not going to take long we're just going to um find out what are the concrete steps to take it's 4 days to the end of 2022 what are you going to do in 2023 so without much further ado i'm going to welcome femibology Hi, Femi. How are you doing? Hi, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So, we're back for the final final session. So, you're going to tell us how to put all of this together. <laughs> yeah, if I recall, uh, the first one was, it was the whole topic is uh, post-COVID career prep. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 2023, how do I want to approach it from a career perspective? Yes. We talked about the changes that COVID has brought into uh, the way we work, how yeah. we work, and who, how we present ourselves. Yes, work, yes. Which is really important. And the key point that I'd like to reiterate before we go on is that if anyone thinks we're going back to normal, quote-unquote, <laughs> this, this is the new the normal. <laughs> Nothing yeah. else from that, mm. it's very important that you remember that things aren't going to... You know how the old people talk about, with all due respect to any old person mm -hmm. who's listening, the good old days. Well, these are the new good old days, you yeah. know? So things aren't... I, I keep hearing people, a, a, a fraction of people who are still talking about, well, when things go back to normal. <laughs> and uh, this is normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're not going back to wherever it was before. That you need to grasp. Yep. Because if you're not in that mindset, then you're still thinking that this is temporary and this too shall pass. And if you're <laughs> not, in that mindset, not this one. Then you're not going to be able to make the rest of the adjustments because you're thinking this is just temporary. Yeah, but so, say. Saying this too shall pass. It will pass, but it's not going back to what it was. It's passing That's on to right. something else. It's moving on to something else. Right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. <laughs> yes. it, for me, that's <laughs> fundamental because it's the basis on which you're going to hear everything that comes after. Mm -hmm. It's the basis mm -hmm. on which you're going to contextualize and mm -hmm. interpret everything you hear me say. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not in the mindset of change, 
then it'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll do that. But mm -hmm. I don't need, there won't be a sense of urgency. Yeah. And there won't be a sense that, oh, I have to do it. I don't have to do it. I can just keep acting the way I was acting pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, we're heading into year three of the pandemic once we hit 2023. Believe yeah. it or not, it's going to be three years since it hit. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Um, the, the other day, someone was mentioning uh, that where were you? Uh, 2000 said I was busy hiding somewhere. Uh, <laughs> that never happened. Remember Y2K? How we all pretend. Oh, yeah. The computers were going to die. <laughs> Planes wouldn't fly. Mm -hmm. Everything was going to crash. Y2K is going to be 23 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't go back. These two shall pass and we moved ahead. <laughs> we passed the rivers and we moved ahead and we moved ahead. But I think um, COVID is actually going to be like four years. It was 2019 that it actually was um, discovered in December 2019, only we didn't hear anything about it. Because I remember South Africa went into lockdown March 21, 2020. So this is 2022. So yeah, so we're going to four. In, uh, where I was in mm -hmm. East Africa then, mm -hmm. we went into lockdown March of 2020. We went into yeah. lockdown March of 2020. Yeah. And we were in lockdown for, I think, in Africa, ours, ours was probably the longest. It was stage this and stage that, and we could not go out, and then we could go out. But, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. And um, well, the bottom line is that, look, there, this is the new normal. Face it. That's it. That's it. it. Adjust That's your it. life. <laughs> adjust your personal plans. Mm -hmm. Adjust your career. Mm -hmm. And particularly... Again, it's about the skills. Some new skills have cropped up as a result of COVID. I mean, mm. who Zoom and uh, remote work and virtual work and all those things are things that have just entered our lexicon. I mean, in the corporate world, these things were going on already, but now they're totally work dependent. I mm. just finished the job where it was explicitly written. It was a short gig that, uh, you know, consultants did not have to come and mm -hmm. that the work was entirely remote. And then there's the term of hybrid work. Yeah. You know, part of it is remote, part of it is on-site. And these are all jobs. Companies have hired a, a, a remote work specialists. It's a new field that has cropped up. Yep. Right in the yep. rules mm -hmm. and the policies mm -hmm. for remote work, for virtual work. What constitutes sick leave? What constitutes vacation? What? How do you performance manage? This is all new to us. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, yes, it's a new world. Yes, one of the words, um, one of the word of the year was from um, Collins Dictionary, which is um, Pama crisis, and I think some people have got there and they have stayed there. They cannot move ahead, and it describes Pama crisis as an extended period of instability and insecurity. Yes, I can understand the instability and insecurity of 2020, 2021, you know, not knowing who's going to die, who's going to leave and all of that. But this is post-COVID. It's, it's, COVID is, is like the flu now. It's never going to go again. We've just have to learn to manage it. We've, we, there will develop 
um, better, newer um, medication, newer injections, vaccination, and all of that. And life just goes on. You can't stay all your life in a permanent instability state. You know, you will never, you just, you'll be stagnant. You will not be able to move or do anything. But I can, when I saw that word, I'm like, okay, I do understand what this word means. And I can understand people feeling like that. But we've gone back to work. Brand new year, 2023. What are you going to do? What steps I will you advise? Concrete steps to take for our post-COVID career. uh, The first one that I gave is getting a grasp and getting a grip and understanding that things have changed. It's a mindset shift. You've got to. Uh, Without it, you're going to find yourself floundering. You're going to find yourself frustrated. You're going to find yourself frightened. You're going to be scared of the changes that are coming, and you need not be. You just need to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And then you need to take a great, a good assessment, especially this virtual work is starting to cause conflict in offices. Uh, you know, they've been doing polls. I forget this uh, Gallup just finished a poll. It wasn't even Gallup. And it, Gallup is a famous uh, global polling company that samples opinions and companies, governments use Gallup's uh, outputs to make decisions. And I think Gallup just published its latest global workforce poll uh, two weeks ago. And they were talking about engagement, which is the level to which people are fully involved in the work that they do and in the companies that they work for. And they were talking about, you know, the world is now split. The workforce is split now because so many people do not want to return to work. They say Mm -hmm. that they think they're more productive working remotely. But on the other hand, and it's this real tension. On the other hand, there are people who say they miss the camaraderie of being at work. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And it's like a child learning social skills by going to school, you know. A lot of people want to homeschool their kids. And it may be great in terms of their curriculum, but the children lose something by not associating. Uh, yeah, social they don't skills, learn yeah. Social skills, mm. they don't learn how to you know, how to cooperate. They don't learn how to stand up for themselves. So I think it's never an all or nothing. We take our positions and we think, no, remote is better. No, this one is better. It's it's not either or. And I think the hybrid, but a lot of people are saying that working remotely, especially parents and especially women, are saying remote work and quite a number of men too has really either saved their their relationships or (laughs) Or killed it. Yeah. In the first year of remote Mm -hmm. work, the divorce rates in certain countries went up. And it was interesting. Those countries were countries where, uh, I remember it was about five countries, all very conservative countries. Mm -hmm. So I think, my theory is that what happened is that when these husbands and wives had to be in close proximity, <laughs> how much of a jerk he is, <laughs> and why have you been tolerating this mm-hmm. all this time? Because the divorce rates spiked up. But I digress a bit. So um, I think people need to set goals. You need to write them down. What do you want? 
what do you want out of life? What do you want out of your career? Because this remote work also, the tension is that CEOs and MDs around the world of the biggest Fortune 100, 200, the largest companies in the world, by and large, uh, Elon Musk, all of them, they hate remote work. And they're fighting against it. They're all giving their staff ultimatums to get into the office come January. Can that so be... Okay, no, sorry, go on. I'll ask after. We found leaders. We found that uh, a large proportion of leaders don't like remote work. And a large proportion of staff like remote work. Okay, let and me ask my question then. Protection <laughs> is building. And it, the conventional wisdom says things are going to come to a head. Yep, Things yep. are going to come to a head because mm -hmm. the tension is building. Mm -hmm. In the first quarter of 2023, watch that space because the tension is really building between uh, leaders and uh, the people who work. Yes. Mm, okay, so my question, could it be that um, two things now? One, employers are finding that people are not as disciplined, or actually they're not disciplined um, in working remotely. Not everyone. They're, they're those who, who have thrived on the um, remote um work right they want their own space they can just focus and work and then there are those who so it's two things they they can't they're just not disciplined to get up at uh, eight o'clock or whatever time it is do what needs to be done and not um you know faff around drinking coffee and walking around and blah 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 and also this new thing of having two jobs which you cannot get away with if you were working in the office where your boss can keep an eye on you but because Absolutely. it's remotely you've got two computers going Nobody knows what's going on. And when it's time for a meeting with this one, if it clashes, oh, my Zoom is down or my Wi-Fi is down. Meanwhile, you're actually with your other office. So Absolutely. do you think maybe employers are feeling, and I know we're going a bit off um, line now, but do you think maybe employers are feeling, I'm paying, but I'm not getting what I'm paying for. I'm paying They're you. They're feeling short change. Yeah, They're yeah. Mm -hmm. Or being cheated upon. It's all of the above. It's not one reason. It's all of the above. Okay. And a lot of times when you correlate the age group of the leaders that are uncomfortable, they grew up when you had to show up at work. There was no such thing as virtual work or, <laughs> you know, compressed work weeks. They're not ancient, but they grew up when they were coming up in their careers. You know, there's something they say in medicine uh, the doctors, uh, the horrible hours that they work when they're doing their residency is often from the senior doctors who are, they have no reason except that they say, I had to do it. That's the way you become a doctor. So you're <laughs> going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's that kind of sentiment that's happening in the corporate world, which is that I just don't believe in remote work. Why not? I don't know. I'm just not comfortable with it. So all of you have to show up. So January, almost uh, about almost 70% of companies have mandated their staff to return to the office. No hybrid, no remote. I think what's going to happen, though, is that things will even out. In the first half of the year, some people are rebelling. Some people are quitting. They're calling it quiet quitting. Mm -hmm. I think what will happen eventually is that after everyone has gone back to work, and if you're one of those I highly recommend that you do return to work because things will settle down after the bosses get 
you know, comfortable with it, then they'll start to give leeway to mm. work two days, work three ways. You know, you have flexible hours. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, for, mm. co- for companies that rebel or the people rebel, I wouldn't say that that's a good suggestion. Just go to work. By June, you'll be able to work hybrid hours. You'll be able to work hybrid jobs, but just don't buck. Don't buck it. So that's the other thing. And the reason you need to write down your plans, you also, I always go to the personal. We bring our whole person to work. If you know the remote isn't for you, either through the lack of discipline or let's get real. You don't want to be spending so much time. This lady I had a meeting with, she was ecstatic. She was giddy in the meeting, and she's usually quite a sober person. So when I asked her, I said, you are unusually happy in this meeting. This was last year or the year before. She goes, it's the first time I've had a chance to get out of the house and away from the children. I'm ecstatic. (laughs) And so away from the children. So you need to assess yourself on a more serious note as we talked about relationships. Are you somebody who can buckle down and work remotely? That will guide your choices, right? Uh, Because the jobs are out there. So assess yourself. Assess your goals. Where are you going? Will working remote facilitate your getting there? As uh, Timmy just said, uh, some people started working towards a degree. Somebody said, I've enrolled in so many certificate courses during this time of COVID lockdown. She said, I'm even confused which certificate I'm going for. (laughs) She said, I enrolled for about five of them because the office was paying. So assess your goals, write them down, have a plan, assess yourself. Where do you shine the best? Do you work well on remote? Are you disciplined enough? Do you deliver? Or do you need the camaraderie of the office to ginger you along, to get you worked up and pepped up? Are you losing your socialization skills? Might it be better for your uh, home front that you go out to work every day instead of sitting cooped up with the children and your partner? All these things are considerations. So that's one bucket of things. The other bucket that I would encourage is take advantage. The plus side of this is more things that were not online are now online. Uh, Retailers, schools, medical, telemedicine has become a new term. Everybody has been forced online. So look around and see what that means for you. I love my telemed consultancies with my doctor, for example. It means I don't have to put on a coat, glove, (laughs) hat, and head out in the cold, cold weather to a doctor's appointment. We just click and we're there and I'm sent to a lab somewhere to go and do my samples. So think about what are the plus sides of this uh, move, this shift to remote and virtual working. First of all, so look at it from an upside. And then is there an opportunity for you within that space? Think broadly about your career. Is there something I can do in here? Can I get online and start selling? Can I enroll in a virtual course that formerly was brick and mortar and I had to go to school? And now, oh. Wow, Udemy, edX, Coursera, uh, all these online learning platforms, Mm -hmm. they're now available, they're now more cost effective. Um, Universities, can I get a diploma? So that's another thing to say, look for the opportunities within that. It really has started 
be a revolution. Determine your goals and have a plan for how to achieve them. Assess yourself, assess your competencies, and decide that. The other thing is the skills that are needed to thrive in this new reality. And top of that list is communication skills. Top of that list. And when you say communications, people always think about me speaking to you. Communications is vast. It's before, if you're someone who doesn't acknowledge emails, your career could be riding on that now. Because I don't get to see you. I can't stop in your office and say, did you get my email? You need to develop refined communication skills. You need to upgrade your communication skills. You can't, you can't any longer afford to have the old communication skills. You need to, A, even be more communicative. People, you're not in a meeting where you can pull somebody aside and say, oh, yeah, I saw your email. I'll be doing this or this or that. Everything has to be written down or you pick up a phone now. So realize that the virtual work scene is needing you to, to, to learn new competencies in order to be effective. Yes, Timmy. Yeah. So I, will, I just want to add that um, I know some people have um, thousands, and I'm not joking. I know, I know personal people have thousands of stuff in their inbox. But almost all the um, email providers have... I have a feature in it where you can actually change, you can make boxes and say important, work, personal, blah, blah, blah. And if you just direct it so that um, messages from Femi friend is going to my personal, messages from Femi consultant is going to work, then you don't get overwhelmed because when you open it and you see 5,000 emails, you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this. And in saying I'm not going to do this, you've lost something. You don't know what are the, what is waiting for you. Yeah. But if yeah. if you've directed or certain emails to go into your workbox, you don't have to look at your personal stuff. That's your life, but your work, you're getting, you're getting paid. And some people will just you know, oh, I sent you an email two weeks ago. Did you receive it? And you say no, and they send you another copy. And because you're still not looking at your box, say no, I didn't Absolutely. get it. And then it laughs, and you're like, oh. And maybe they even send a retrenchment letter by email. Say, oh, you are Absolutely. not looking at your box. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So it, you need to do that for yourself. Yeah. Mm. And communication, again, uh, the point I'd like to ensure gets across. Communication is not just speaking to me. And I also tell people on the flip side of that communication thing is that, yes, you need to be, you need to hone your communication skills, your writing skills your speaking skills, your uh, your ability, your judgment to know when this is an email and when this is a pick up the phone. Remember, in communication, they say what you say is only 30%. Your body language is 70% of your communication. Your expressions, the way you, know, you can feel somebody's anger emanating, even though they may be telling you they love you, you can feel mm, that, oh, this mm. person doesn't really mean it, huh? And <laughs> so uh, we've lost that. So all you can go with is what somebody is writing. But that unspoken part is critical. With this remote lifestyle, we've lost that, which means that you must up other things, your listening skills, the way you write, and all those things. So a whole revamp and a rethink 
of the word communication is top of that list in adjusting to the new workplace. You were going to say something. Yes, I just remember something you said now. Please, people, you need to, you just need to know about social media. One, know that anything you put out online is accepted. It's not only when you've typed it out. And I'm saying this because I think two weeks ago or more, this guy apparently went for, went for an interview somewhere. And now on Twitter, he's asking, does anybody know who can give him a letter to exempt him from getting um, a COVID vaccine, even though he had said something at, at his interview? And then someone replies, dear so, 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 I was the guy that interviewed you this morning. And you said you already had this certificate, blah, blah, blah. Please consider the, um, what do you call it? The, the offer. The offer. Yes. We have not taken it back. I mean, everybody is on. How do you go and ask for that kind of thing on the internet? Does anybody yeah. know? So what if, and what you're saying, there was another guy as well who had, um, he had said something really horrible about a particular, it's a worst place to work, blah, blah, blah. Years later, is applying for the same place. Someone remembers that, oh yeah, this is what you said about us. Why do you want to work with us now? He's asked that interview and he's, he's just staring, you know, like, yeah, this is what you said. So why would you want to work, work with the worst place in the world? So you've got to be careful. What you say yeah. to your friends in, in, in private is different. Once you put it out there, that's it. Once you put it out there. And someone said to me once, that even um, when recruiters look at your CV, they want to see maybe your LinkedIn or whatever social media you have. And on there, you've shown that you're anti-this, anti-that. You've used words that just don't go with the corporate image that they want. They don't even call you for an interview. It's like, no, this person doesn't represent us. There's nothing we can do about this. And that's it. So we really have to be very, well, maybe not very techie, but media, uh, social media server, you've just got to find it. Learn it if you ask to learn it, you've got to. And age is not an excuse. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's two things. Again, there's always the yin and the yang. You have to have a social media presence yep. in this day and age. Yep. If somebody, if I interview someone and they say they don't, then I already have a problem. The person mm -hmm. is not keeping up with what's going on. Now, I also, uh, Timmy hit the nail on the spot. Employers will ask for your Twitter. I certainly LinkedIn. I want to know. And if you haven't posted anything for a year, that's also an alarm bell for me. You haven't been on LinkedIn. You haven't logged into your account. You just opened the account. It tells me all about what I can expect from you in the workplace. It really does. Is this somebody who's going to have obsolete skills? And when I try and get them to get up to speed, they're not going to be able to, or they'll be reluctant. Whether you like it or not, this is the tide. You have a LinkedIn account, great. When did you last post on it? Well, it hasn't been for two years. So you just open the LinkedIn account just to have one. So to be able to answer this question, all this tells a story about you. Uh, whether you like it or not, a lot of people don't like this, that's not fair. I'm sorry, but that's way, the way the world is. Mm -hmm. And you need to get on mm -hmm. board. Otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, there's this famous saying, stop the world, I want to get off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if you want to go live in a hut somewhere and like Y2K, then fine. <laughs> Y2K. Don't, 
Yeah, you need yeah. to you need to just manage yourself. This is the tide. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you decide to swim against it, more power to you. I hope you have your own place of employment where you can work and thrive. If you own your own business, but even then you cheat. I tell parents who aren't into all these things that you cheat your children because you'll be gone and you'll have left your children not equipped to deal yeah, with the I'm world prepared. in which they grow up. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you owe it to your children, if not to yourself, to ensure that they're exposed. Now, with the exposure comes responsibility because it's work to keep Mm -hmm. children safe online and social media, but they have to have those tools. They must. Yeah, it's needed. eh? (laughs) So it's those things. Thank you for that social media savvy, communication skills, interpersonal relations too. Along with the lack of face-to-face and body language comes a big gap that allows for misinterpretation, for... Uh, and those types of things. So one also has to, and I'm focusing on soft skills, technical skills. Let me just get out of the way now. Uh, you need to pick up whatever technical skills are in your field, bottom line. Along mm-hmm. with, I would, uh, real quick, uh, project management. One of the things that you must know is how to take a huge chunk of work. And I have to tell you, project management works for life too. They say, if you don't have a plan, if you don't know where you're going, then any road will take you there because you don't have a destination. (laughs) The same thing, what project management does for you is that somebody gives you work and there's no head or tail and they're just like, I want results. Project Learning project management, and let me make clear, there are all kinds of project management certifications that take a year PMP. That's not what I'm talking about. There's enough available online now that you can just do a certificate or even just go and learn the fundamentals of project management from having a disparate group of things that you have to do, big chunks of work, you don't see the relationship between them, to coming up with a neat, tidy menu and recipe. First of all, diagnose the problem, write down a list, get the people, assess your resources, assign resources. Project management is a lifetime skill that helps you plan and manage your life as well as your work. I highly recommend from a technical skill perspective, this is what allows you to build buffers. So you don't crash into a meeting because you only just checked your emails two minutes before (laughs) the meeting. And And you're running with your file. Yeah, yeah, or you tumble into the Zoom meeting (laughs) and it's clear that you weren't prepared. Mm. And you're everyone. So you you learn to tidy up and live neatly and work neatly. Because whether you know it or not, you're writing your resume with every interaction. It isn't until that piece of paper. Uh, People have already experienced you. They've worked with Mm -hmm. you. So you've already written your resume without knowing it. I call it branding, you know. Mm -hmm. I do personal branding for executives. And I tell them, you know, whatever we put on this paper, uh, you've already branded yourself with the people you're going to give this paper to. You've branded yourself in whether you show up late, whether you show up early, whether you're prepared for me. Whether you show up at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> whether you know whether you know what you're talking about, the mm -hmm. way you relate to people, when mm -hmm. you went to lunch, the way you address the waiter or the waitress, you've branded yourself already without mm -hmm. knowing it. Huh? Mm -hmm. It isn't until they yeah. tell you that the cameras are on mm -hmm. that you think, okay, the camera is on. <laughs> you've already branded even with the cameras, you freeze if you're not ready. Everything is preparation. You know, in this that you're saying, even without um, a certificate, there's an app. There's so many apps. You know, there was one I used. Um, I can't remember what it is now. But it breaks it down, just like you're saying. It tells you, so I want to talk to Femi about ABC. That's it. That's the main project. Because everything is a project. You're right. It's a life skill. I want to talk to her. Then what do you want to talk about? Da, 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 da. What are you taking first? And there are apps that will help you to break it down into chunks. Uh, okay, so what do you need to see about this? Do you, are, do you have, do you have power? Which room are you going to do this? Yeah, you know, which room? So there's an app that get, puts everything together and you're able to say, this is the date I need to call her, find out if she's available. This is the room we're going to use, find out if it's available. When is it available? Does it match with the date that Femi wants? us to sit down to talk um who else needs to be in the meeting can we do a pre-meeting you know and you can break it down so you don't need to i know someone who, who i introduced the app to at water and he said oh you know i wait and i accept to do a b c d and when it gets too much because now everything is on the table he says he just freezes because I was getting angry about, you know, you said we we're going to do this. You did. You said we we're going to do this. You offered to do this. And then he said, I'm really sorry, but this is what happens to me when at work. I agreed to do A, B, C, D. And then when I look at my, on my table, is like, and I just freeze. He told me, he said, I just freeze. I just freeze. I can't do anything again. So I said, yeah, yeah. you need this but one. For people, it's not exactly <laughs> this, but there's a phrase in business. It's called, the paralysis of analysis. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. Paralysis of and, analysis. Mm -hmm. And it is similar to that, but really what that phrase really applies to are people who overanalyze things and they so analyze they can't make a decision because everything they've analyzed has a pro and con and then they freeze because they can't make a decision. Mm -hmm. A is as good as B is as good as C, but what you're describing is also maybe we should find a name for it, paralysis uh. of <laughs> over whatever, over a commitment or something. Mm -hmm. People who can't say no. And a lot of people are anxious because especially at work, they feel if they say no, people will feel as if they're not a game player, that they're lazy and all those types of things. So they say yes to everything. But you know what? It's better that you should have said no in the beginning than disappoint people and not get anything done. That's worse for your Yeah, people need to learn to say no. People need to learn to say no from the mm. beginning with mm. an explanation. I'm mm. happy to do it, but maybe next week right now I have too many things, but I'm, you know, your attitude. So we've talked about communication skills, mm -hmm. interpersonal relations, uh, technical skills that you have to pick up. If you were to ask me what are the three things, I would encourage just learning the fundamentals of project management. Uh, go and find out what's trending in your industry and based on what you, how much longer you have in your career, go and learn it. Go and learn it, depending. I have a friend who I was encouraging to do this. She said, look, I'm retiring in August. I'm not learning anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend my time, which is fair enough. 
I mean, it's quite an investment. Why go get a one-year certificate or a six-month certificate when you're leaving the workforce in eight months? But it also depends on what you want to go do. After, so yes. Stay, stay aware. Stay on top. I think the summary of this is stay on top of, of what's in your industry or in where you plan to go and be mm. armed and dangerous there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> be, at the, be at the top of the heap, whatever your chosen field, whether mm. you want to make a career switch or currently, it's what we've talked about. What changes has COVID wrought in your chosen field that you need to be aware of? You need to know mm. those things. I like and that. Armed and dangerous. Go, mm -hmm. <laughs> go beyond uh, Google. And Wikipedia today, <sighs> and there are so many sources. Look, there is no shortcut. There is no easy way to fame and money. If it is, be suspicious of it. You're going to have to do some heavy lifting. People are always looking to hit the send button mm -hmm. and get all the information. You're going to have to ask questions. You're going to have to research. You're going to have to cross-reference. There is no easy way, even with the Internet. You're going to have to roll up your sleeves. This yep. is your life. Mm -hmm. This is brand new. No one's going to do it for you. People keep asking all the time, can you give me some resources? Can you? I can give you some, but they won't be spot on. You have to go and research mm -hmm. resources. Mm -hmm. There yeah. is no you know, drop-down list of careers in blah, blah, blah. You're still going to have to do some work. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, with COVID, I'm just thinking of what you're saying now that um, COVID brought some changes actually quite a lot of changes. So maybe your companies found out that um, they can automate certain things. It doesn't necessarily mean the death of your, of your job, but instead of you waiting till maybe they say, you know what, we really don't need you. Find something that you also can do that may improve this automation or that somehow you fit in with, with that, um, with that well, automation. Remember, we started the series yeah. with the the COVID atomization, which yes. is breaking little yeah. tiny bits. Take mm -hmm. one of those bits and go and become a specialist. In fact, become such a specialist that when that tiny bit, which is part of the huge chain, gets there, if Tammy is not around, then the work stops because you've made yourself just somebody that they can't do without. You've gone and learned mm. it. You've dug deep. You know it. They're kind of like, well, I know Femi did it, but I prefer to have Tammy's touch on this because she's the expert yes. on that atomized piece of work. Automation goes without saying. You're going to have to learn. Yep. So if your job has been automated, go and learn the automation. Go and mm -hmm. learn the machinery mm -hmm. behind it. Mm -hmm. So you no longer have to read the letter, but now go and become the best stamper of the letter yeah. that there can be, the best yeah. sealer of the letter that... Mm -hmm. There can be. Yeah. You no longer mm. have to write it, but go and become the automation guru in that particular area. Yes. And don't think because you've been there like forever, then you are irreplaceable. Nobody's irreplaceable. That's one thing I'm having to tell people over and over again now. Yes, your work your work is very well respected. They will find someone else. Is not your friend. No. And they'll find someone else who can do it. You think, oh, because you've been here forever, you have all the knowledge in your head. But if you fall down and die, what do you think is going to happen? The company will stand for maybe one minute silence, which is never up to one minute anyway. And they will find someone else to do it. 
And the funny thing is, if you've been there forever and you don't have a particular knowledge, just a tiny thing, and someone comes in, entry level, but that has that tiny knowledge, that's what they need. They'll pay the person less. Yeah, they'll pay the person less than they're paying you, and they'll retire you off nicely with a gold wristwatch or something. So please don't think you're irreplaceable, but you can make yourself um, almost indispensable. We need to have Femi here. We cannot have yeah. this meeting if she's not here. We know she's going to just, ooh, one thing she says, and everybody's on fire. We know where to go. We know what we're supposed to do. Instead of sitting for five hours and nobody can really figure it out, and we're still going to have another meeting when Femi is available. What's the point? What's the point of you being there? You know, somebody's going to wake up and say, you know what? We've got four people that are not able to do what they need because one person is not available. Why don't we keep that one person and maybe pay two people to assist her or to understudy her or something? And then your job is gone. You know, it's not like the, it's really not like going back. There's no going back. This is the new normal. This is the new yeah. normal. We just got to move. We just got to move. So I think those are the things. I mean, uh, don't want to prolong things. Technical mm. skills, find out, find out. I mean, I wish I could. There are a whole spectrum of listeners, so I can't say, oh, go to this website. Just find, and again, do some heavy lifting. Find mm. your area. And, mm. and then uh, the other part of that is also the soft skills that you'll need, interpersonal relationships, communication skills, be a self-starter, be innovative, be a self-starter, which is that don't wait for somebody to come and tell you when you see a need, do it, treat it, just do it, just do it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if there's a need there, just take it up. Oftentimes yep. when yep. you resolve those types oh, of Oh, I wish somebody could hear what you're saying. I need somebody that needs to hear that. <laughs> It actually makes your life easier, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're not doing it to get credit. You're doing it because, you know what, every week when I pick up this thing, there's this good bug. Let me just fix it because it will make my life easier. And great if it makes everybody else's life easier, but I'm fixing it for me so yeah. I can just get on yeah. with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. so we call that whole bucket of competencies mm. being uh, taking initiative and being innovative. So mm -hmm. you don't want somebody... I like that bucket you know, of competencies. Uh, you, you <laughs> don't want to have somebody working for you or even working with you who you have to tell, well, that thing isn't working. Why didn't you do something? Well, nobody told me. Well, oh, somebody else mm -hmm, told you mm -hmm, that? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. And then <laughs> when I move you along two steps, again, you stop. Why? Well, you only told me to take two steps. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of the road is there. That's initiative. And oh, it's dear. oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I do, I do know what you're talking about. Yes. Mm. Unfortunately, I know what you're talking about. Very unfortunate, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and one thing that you said, I mean, there's someone that I really think needs to re listen to the first session, that when we say collaboration and we say teamwork, it's not you work. It's not, I said it and everybody else does it. It's team. Don't, yeah. don't bring up solutions that you're giving to somebody else to do. Oh, we can do it this way. And then when we say we is the we, you volunteer somebody else entirely for the job. So you're like, oh, you know, I, I know how to think things through. And yeah, but you also need to walk you through. 
Nobody's going to go into your head to do it. You know, I'm finding that people don't understand what teamwork really is. Collaborating is not, oh, I've given you what you need to do. Uh-uh, we're supposed to work together. You know, right. it's, that it's right. been, in the last two weeks, I've been itching to tell someone, you need to go listen to session one. You know, you need to go listen to session right. one. This is not what it is. Stop saying team. There's no team in this story. You know, yes. there's no team. Yes. Woo. yes. It's been a yeah. wonderful December, I would say. Um, quite a number of people have, um, have got positive things to say about this and not just um people who are maybe looking for a career change it's it, other things you know you've been able to apply it to life you know what doesn't have to do with um with career um itself and some have actually been employers like maybe i need abc to listen to this you know because i've tried all other ways to talk to them i know sometimes you're so close to someone they don't hear you anymore or you're not just right. the person to tell them this is what I'm saying. And then they hear it from someone and like, oh, and it becomes like, oh, didn't you say something like that? Oh, yeah, 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 I did. All I just want right now is you just listen to it and do what you need to do, you know? Yeah. So I think it's been a good way to, to round up the year. Um, 2022 is the year that was or the year that is, depending on where you're standing. So, like I said, we've got four more days to the new year. So, uh, we're going to get into new year, pray, because January 2nd is actually a Monday. So, we better get into the new year, kicking, you know, ready to roll. And um, just maybe listen from the beginning again and just get clarity of um, what needs to be done. The good thing with podcasters, you don't need to sit down in one place. You can have it on and go for your jog. You can have it playing while you're driving. Or you can just have some quiet time for yourself and, uh, you know, just break it up into the bits of um, 30 minutes each and or maybe 40 minutes and you'll get through it. So here's wishing everyone a happy new year. And thank you so much, Femi Bolaji, for for this past three weeks. Uh, we've also had our ups and downs in this past three weeks. <laughs> thank you for your patience, for your guidance, you. for the knowledge that you have um willingly shared with us um and maybe we'll find another topic we'll see you next year again thank you so much it's <laughs> been a pleasure it's been an honor i was really uh chuffed as they say in england that you would even consider uh having me on the podcast you know all of you wish the best of success with Amen. this podcast i think it's fun i've enjoyed myself and <laughs> Christmas. hey Happy maybe year. you'll start one <laughs>